Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. So you guys like coffee? Well, good, because we partnered up with the best. Blackout Coffee Company is America's best small batch coffee. The true patriotic roasters of Freedom Nectar that lets you stay on your grind all day, every day. Blackout Coffee Company offers signature blends, single-serving coffee pods, and several types of loose teas. You can order those as needed, or you can join a monthly subscription. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiot.com, look for the Blackout Coffee Company link, and make sure you use promo code Rob. W10. That's R O B W10 for some immediate savings. This was never about money for us. It was about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something. To those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins, we show them that the human spirit is still alive. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode. We got the, 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 I done got my tupa picks. <laughs> I'm Porky Pig, and you are. Welcome to Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> I am Andrew. This is not going to go well no, already. <laughs> and we ain't even, I've only had half a beer. Yeah. <laughs> Arlo. Good God Almighty. We Woo. should should we scratch that and no, start up here? Yeah. Uh, like roll, roll with, with it. it. So. Roll with it. Gentlemen, how's your how's uh how's your uh day been? The day was awesome, dude. The weather is phenomenal. It's 80 degrees in February. Hey, we're going to freeze our dicks off in, in April. Yes. Look, I talked to Devin. Yes. I, caught, I, I talked to Devin this morning. He's in Utah. Uh, they had 24 inches of snow dropped on them last night. He was telling me that as he was digging his car out. And I said, uh, snow, thank you, Devin. Yeah, we, we're, uh, we're, we may we break a record. Yeah, I was like, we're going to hit the 80s today, buddy. So. And it did. Yeah, it did. It's crazy. It it's insane. Crazy. I mean, it's, it great, it's our man. coldest month of the year, yeah. February, and it's 80 degrees. These spoiled-ass kids playing high school baseball. Getting, yeah. getting some real baseball weather to play. Well, sweating and conditioning is what I'm, I'm like, dude. I have taken infield before in so many clothes. I couldn't go left or right. It better be it right you, at me. And you couldn't feel your hands. No, it was to so feel the, ball. The, bat, throw it. the bat hurt if you didn't hit oh, it right. Yeah. Yes. But no, it's pretty. It's pretty great, man. The weather. I think we're supposed to have high temperatures the rest of this week and seventies uh, and sixties. March. I mean, March we'll probably have snow. Probably. <laughs> so, well, y'all know the the, the blizzard, blizzard was in March. Yeah, I remember. I was on the high school golf team, and the blizzard came, and we were out that week, and then we were out for another four days because power Hell, something. everything was shut down. Yeah. The secondary so, roads were completely and this closed. This is before social media. Somehow, our golf coach, um, I cannot ever think of his name, great guy, um, he got in touch. He went to the school and called everybody. He goes, y'all going to have to – you have got to go play – 36 holes on your own. Just tell wherever you're at, tell them, look, I got to qualify for region. He goes, and get them to sign your scorecard. He said, because 
when we come back to school that Tuesday, we're going to region. Yeah. I was like, damn. And I remember going to Lafayette. We played 18 holes in Lafayette, and then we played 18 holles at the Elks Club in Calhoun. I remember going to Lafayette and where the north side of some of them pine trees at that golf course in Lafayette, there was still swaths of snow over there. And I'm yeah. like, at least I didn't hit it in the snow and no, yeah. find my ball. I was about to say, yeah. you never yeah, find you it. you ain't ever finding that ball. I remember um, I was a smart-ass, what, imagine that, no. kid. And I remember every morning we would get ready to go to school, and and everybody that's my age, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Everybody listen to K98 on the way to school. Mm-hmm. Your, your parents listen to that bullshit because – that's just the what we listen to. Station in town. And every time they would say, "Oh, you're going to have snow," you know, and then we'd wake up and there'd there'd be no snow, and we had to go to school. Yep. And they would laugh at us every morning on the way to school. Well, about the fourth day, we was snowed in. I called K98, <laughs> and the guy answered the phone. He's like, "K98," and I was like, "Hey, y'all remember all them times y'all laughed at us because we had to go to school because it didn't snow?" I said, "Looks like you sitting at work, and looks like I'm sitting at home because it snowed in." He hung up on me. Did he? Yeah. Bastard. About the fourth day. <laughs> K98. My parent, where I grew up, we were the last road Georgia Power came to. Everything beyond our road was TVA or Tennessee Valley. Did y'all? Did they y'all? got fucking. Tennessee Valley got power three days before I did. Did you feel like uh, the the people on the lower level of the Titanic? Yeah. <laughs> You're I like, did. Hey, motherfucker. Well, about the second, what do you about the second day, you know, because it snowed. It started that night. The next day, it snowed most of that day. Man, thunder snow, thunder snow that yep. day, and then the next day it didn't get a, like above twenty. So about the third day, we're, again we're all listening to K ninety eight. Well, my daddy decides to call in and just like give him an update from North Floyd County. Yeah, well, he didn't realize he's on air. The guy goes, "Well, how's it North Floyd County, Mister So and So?" And he <laughs> says. Uh, I think I'm living the camping trip from hell. And there was this long pause. And the guy goes, well, y'all heard it first here on K98. <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't have nothing better to do. Dude, I would go outside, dress, you know, layered up. And I would take my dad's axe. And I would just start clearing the trees that had fallen. Because there was nothing to do. Wait, there yeah. was nothing to do. You didn't have a phone to get on. You didn't have nope. you didn't have home. I don't know. We didn't even have. No, it was before internet. I mean, it was not even. We didn't have cable. Yeah. No, yeah, hell. we didn't have power. I don't even think. Do we have VCRs yet? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Had, all right. We had Damn, cable. We, we had we cable. Had yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was a beta, must have beta might have still, been, still been Yeah, beta was still holding on. Beta Max. Master Beta. It's <laughs> good movies. But anyways, uh, I remember like we, we. My mom has pictures of me and my dad playing checkers by a kerosene lantern, like because yeah. we had them for like. My mom had that damn country shit in our house when I was a kid. Yeah. And luckily we had those kerosene lantern or lamps uh, on the fireplace. We actually used them. So yeah. it was, man, that is, a, that is a time I never want to relive. No. no. So never. let me explain my daddy's thinking. He got rid of a four wheel drive truck because it just didn't snow enough in Georgia. Well, comes the blizzard. 87 Central with front, front wheel drive. We, get, we making it to get some more kerosene yeah no we're not you better put a shovel in the back seat because we want to dig this bitch out about seven times we made it 300 yards down the road we made the first turn got halfway there and got old guy come out here man everybody been getting stuck here all day long my daddy looked at him as he's about to break that big chunk ice. he was well you dumb son of a bitch won't you help somebody <laughs> he's like i had better sense than to get out of this shit <laughs> so. 
Golly, that was not fun times. It was bad because I mean, it took us a long time. You got if you, if you're not from running here and you're listening, we don't have we don't have the equipment to clear something like that. We're just stuck. Yeah, yeah thank God where my parents lived, it was a dead end road. A guy, it's a it's a two mile road. It's a big L shape. A guy at the end of the turnaround, it's a cul de sac. He had a tractor, and the guy at the beginning of the road had a tractor. And that first day that it was still snowing, they were just pushing and pushing and pushing. And so they cut a path and met each other about halfway. And I remember having to go take uh, diesel fuel twice to fill his tractor up. I'm not even sure they have salt around here. Or not then. They, they, they didn't, didn't then. They do now. They do now. Yeah, they salt stuff now. And they liquid- I got they didn't that time no, when we had that big ice storm. No, no, no. Speaking no, of which. They was a little late on the salt yeah. that day. Well, it's funny because I was coming back from Fort O. And it took forever. And Chickamauga, Lafayette, and Somerville all had their roads salted. And it was very dangerous, but it was still passable. Right. As soon as I hit that Ford County line, nothing. Do you remember? Nothing. Yeah, like the like the little bridges right there in our merchie, like near the elementary, the middle school up on the hill, or is it an elementary, elementary school up on the hill? That whole that bridge was a sheet of ice, mm-hmm. buddy. Like there was no. Like, you just they, let off the gas and hope you kept yep. it from bouncing off each side. Yep, you just like start dear Lord, baby home. Jesus, as I roll across this bridge messed, full of ice. I messed up and I sent my truck back to Rome. I had a truck up there working a grocery store, and I said, "Hey, man, you need to get that truck back. Yeah. I'm gonna stay and work this order up." I messed up when I stayed and worked the order up. I should just came out and got it. You know, a couple of days later, the grocery store would have been fine with it, but I thought. What's another hour going to sure. do? What's another hour going to do? <laughs> Low and Caught cold. Caught in the ice. But we, but we had no idea at the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't think an hour would make a difference. I'll stay and work his order up because I got to get that truck back. The truck did make it back, but that hour turned into about six. Yeah. That's yeah, awful. So praise the Lord for some 80 degree temperatures. Yeah, I'll take 80 south, over so, yeah. ice. Um, let's go ahead, fellas. Uh, I got a doozy. On today's What the Florida Melbourne, Florida I'm going to call family and fact check this one uh, Florida man has been charged After his 87 year old grandmother died And authorities said her bed was filled with Live maggots oh. Brevard County Sheriff's Deputy uh, Alan Aris brought up An unresponsive Anita Aris To the hospital last month Oh no the deputy said that he had brought uh, to the hospital. The woman was so covered in sores that some were infested with maggots. Search warrant in the home revealed that frozen dinners, dirty diapers were stacked up, and blood and feces stains were on the walls. Authorities also found a full prescription bottle for uh, Miss Harris, who suffered from dementia. She was a... Uh, Oh, man, how do you do that to your mom or your grandma? I was about to say, who's not checking on her? Autopsy showed that she died from dehydration, emaciation, and her blood sugar was so high it could not even be measured. Luckily, her piece of shit grandson was arrested for aggravated manslaughter there of an go. elderly person. There you go. There's there some go. justice there in this story. I was about to say, somebody needs to be charged. That is... Uh, that's not a funny story. I don't know why I read that one. I don't either. I feel, was, ter- I feel was, terrible about it. There was one much funnier than that that I should have read. <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> oh, no, it's too late. <laughs> I'm sure everybody's mostly cut this episode <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn, man. Well, 
Anyways, uh, take care of you old folks there in Florida. It gets hot. And give them their medicine. Golly. That's where that's and give baths. That is totally the the opposite of the chick who is who had her husband in the freezer collecting his uh, veterans benefits for ten years. Right. That's Arlo. You want to bail us out? Well, I'll tell you. I don't know story. where to go dated, from here. I dated a girl. I mean, it's eighty degrees, but I'm sweating up. real hard right now. I can go back up. We, we'll climb out of this dumpster. All right. So I dated a girl in college, and uh, her dad had actual tickets to the masters and this is before your normal salt of the earth people could go to the masters i mean if somebody had masters tickets like they had like worship the devil or something damn brother i mean it's a, it's a good story <laughs> don't cut me off <laughs> so anyway uh i'd love happy pushing the buttons <laughs> <laughs> come to find out he was he when he was in high school, he would get a job because they would impl- they shut the whole town of Augusta down. So they'd take the high school kids and they'd make them the crossing police, which basically just meant he held the rope. Well, when he was there, uh, do you the realize you kid, said masters, <laughs> crosses, and ropes? Yep. Okay. So he it's a gets throwing. on he what? gets on the the waiting list. Well, when he's like forty one, I think he finally gets tickets, and so. I go the first year, like Disneyland, because you've always heard about how quiet, how you can get that many people quiet, but it's true. And oh, I've been a couple of times. It's, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So anyway, so I go, oh, we're going to meet my aunt and my uncle for dinner. Da, 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 da. I was like, okay, well, how'd they get their tickets? Because that's, that's the question for yeah, everything. Right. Yeah. Well, his daddy had tickets. I think he probably operated one of the first shovels there. His dad had been dead like 60 years. They never told Augusta National. They'd passed them tickets down like three generations. I was like, y'all realize when they find out, y'all are barred for life. You won't get them again. That's what I, I was It's like, just like if you're, caught, if you're caught selling a badge, you'll never, ever be able to get back your tickets again. How do they know if you sell it? Though? I mean, I, I know there's probably a way, but now, do they now check your ID? Or? Now they scan them. Yeah, okay. they scan them. So if you if they see it on like a site somewhere and they're selling it, they black they'll flag that, that flag that number. You're 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 no longer allowed to ever ever buy master tickets. Again. I got to take my dad to Man. practice round tickets because they started a, a sign up sheet for practice round tickets because it kept growing, and so I got to take my dad the first year. I got those, and I wanted to camp out and just watch everybody come through Amen Corner right yep. there at twelve. And he didn't. He wanted to go walk. And I was like, you can go walk next year. We're staying right here. And so we're sitting there between groups, and this kid takes off. I mean, he's almost to the water at 12. And here comes this dad just kind of walking. I'm like, oh, this ain't going. This is not going to end well. Sure enough, the Pinkerton guards come over the bridge, come out there. They come out of nowhere. Right. And my dad goes, what do you think's going to happen? I was like, they're going to escort him and that little boy off the property. Did they? Yep. Oh no! But the, way. but the nice thing is, the good thing is though, man, every there, everybody there is so nice, and the shit is I mean, so cheap. Like, oh, well, cheap. The beer's cheap. Food and beer and drinks are cheap. Mm-hmm. Everything else, like I paid eighty bucks because we went one year for an up with uh, and it rained, and I had to buy a damn master's umbrella. That's the most expensive umbrella I've ever bought. But should I you still have it. it. I did up until about three years ago, and it finally dry rotted. So <laughs> you should just bought one of those little cheap ponchos. But, yeah, I should have. But, yeah, but uh, but an umbrella with the master's pretty cool too. Yeah, so. The merchandise is fairly Outrageous. expensive, but it's the only place you can buy it. 
So you can't buy that online either. The only right. place you can buy the Masters merchandise, or I know it was, is at the Masters. Or the Goodwill now in Augusta. Well, maybe that. <laughs> maybe that. <laughs> maybe that. But um, it, it, the beer's cheap. And the funny thing is about the beer. Do you mean to tell me there ain't a guy out there in a Monte Carlo with the trunk lid open? <laughs> no, right, no. Selling t-shirts for that's $10. What's more, that's what's, no. more, that's what's no. more jacked up. Is they've got a parking lot, and they have Pinkerton guards at each entrance. Those gates open at like 7 a.m. The actual gates to the course don't open until two hours before tee-off. Right. So, yeah, every Tom, Dick, and Harry can park their car, and then you just stand there on gravel. So you get that. You got to get that black market t-shirt in Macon. <laughs> on your way down, you yeah. got to get it before you get your ass yeah. to the to the parking lot. Well, the, and, and, the, and the thing is, the funny thing about beer because I've, I've went twice. Once I went as a patron, a buddy of mine got me got me tickets. He called me one Saturday, said I got tickets for tomorrow. We went to the Sunday when Bubba hit it out of the woods. Oh, that's yeah. the Sunday I was at. Sweet, and that was Easter Sunday because I had yeah. to divert Easter from my house to my brother's house so I could go because that everybody come to my house. But anyway, when you run when you go to the concession, it won't say. Uh, Let's say the import is, I think it's Stella. The good beer. The regular beer is, I think it's Coors. I'm trying to remember. And the light beer is Miller Lot. So, but it won't say that. It'll say import, lot, and regular. You don't know what it is. The only way a patron of walking around knows if you go over there and you go go look out behind and see the keg, see the kegs itself. Yeah. But it gets around. What the beer is tells you what's but here lately it's been all the same because yeah. the company I work for they that's how I had to go work I had and you to, can't I had go, to go work in one of those you can't go wrong with Stella you can't no. go wrong with really I mean they're trying to get last I heard and I don't know if I should say this but the last I heard they're trying to get Blue Moon in there as well and they're they're trying but it's hard it's hard to get anything like that when I drink beer with Brittany uh, if if I drink a Stella she says I'm drinking uh, pussy cheerleader beer <laughs> and I'm like thanks a lot babe it's a lot. I appreciate that. But it, but it tastes pretty good, but it, it is a lot of import. My parents love it. But, love their, but their food, you can get a sandwich for like a couple of bucks. You can get a yeah. beer for a couple of bucks. Man, you can go with 20 bucks in your, the egg in your salad. pocket. You're coming home with change. Yeah. Egg You're salad full sandwiches. and got a good buzz. Yeah. The awesome. egg salad sandwiches, the chicken salad sandwiches. They don't sandwiches. need your money. Maybe I should go to the Masters. Good luck getting If tickets. you ever get a chance. My boss, he's like, he works up one of the holes. Yeah. Like every, whatever he does. I don't know how really. he, if you can yeah. get it. If you ever get a chance, it's worth going just once. Yeah. It really is. So, I mean, it is something, even if you don't follow golf that much, it is a, it is a pretty cool place. And it's coming up. When is it? When is Masters? It's usually right around Easter. Easter. Right so, around Easter. Yeah, so in April. March, What's funny April, is uh, our spring break in the county that we reside in for years used to coincide, uh, with, coincide with it because he had tickets. Yeah. Well, hmm. And then when he left as superintendent, spring break got moved. He didn't give a shit whether Rome City was on spring break or not. Well, I'm glad they. I'm glad it did because I had a hard time taking that week because we would send a bunch of guys down there to work it because it's our company of workforce. One is the guys that handle the beer at the Masters, yeah, and they wouldn't let anybody off that week because we send people away from our distributor, away from all of our distributors all over state. We send it. They converge on Athens to get. All, I mean Augusta to get all that done. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't take spring break off. When my daughter's out of school, so it's kind of a pain in the ass, but now they've changed that, thank God. But he's right. Everybody should walk the Masters once. I don't care if you don't give two shits about golf. It, that's irrelevant. It's probably just one of the most beautiful places you've ever been. It's, it's so quiet for it to gorgeous. be in the down. It, it is so freaking quiet for it to be downtown Augusta. It, I, it, it is. It's, it's hard to explain. Well, the way they've got it. The way they've got it lined out with the trees and stuff helps block a lot oh, of yeah. that. Too. But I tell you what. Don't waste your time bringing the 
phone in there, trying mm-hmm. to get a phone in there. Mm-hmm. You, the fastest way to get thrown out of Augusta is try to sink a phone in. Oh, really? Oh, really? Man. Yeah, they had a There's not, there, Tiger Woods at Augusta will never be doing a backswing in a phone ring. Yeah, that makes sense. They'll never. You'll never hear a click of a picture from a phone. You will not get a phone in Augusta National. Never. I don't. And I mean, I'm not talking practice rounds. After Wednesday, you can't even get a camera in. So Monday through Wednesday, you can get a camera in. That's, used pra- to, that's practice rounds and the par three. Yeah, right? yeah. Used to you couldn't get. Um, they changed it for a while. It was just disposable cameras, and then they allowed like 35 millimeter. My dad lost a whole roll of film when Tiger was like first year pro, and we had. I mean, he was probably from here to the door, but anyway. Man, you're, you're not getting a phone in. You can get a camera yeah. one of those days, but after thir- Thursday and on? No cameras. No camera, no phone, no nothing. You're cut, off of, you're cut off from the world once you get in there. And, and I, gotta, I guess I'm going to have to try to get down there and check it out. It's, it's worth it. One it's, it's worth it. It really is. It really is. Well, tonight's episode, we're kind of going to go back a little bit. We've been talking about how specific things, to, when the government has an idea to... Uh, change everybody's mind and kind of get everybody on the same line of thinking. Reefer madness. Yeah, they have a a big media. It's like a media blitz. They give them like the propaganda, and the media just forces it down our throats. Whether it be, I, I don't, you know, if it's in print or if it's on TV or if it's on the radio or even in podcasts now, um, they have a way to get their agenda across. And some of you may think that that's that's a new thing that's been going on. Uh, No, man, it's not a new thing. And what we want to kind of dig into a little bit tonight is the Rockefellers. And the Rockefellers, you know, some of the richest people ever in the history of the world. When J.D. Rockefeller passed away, when did he? How how like when when was that? Like that? Hold on, in the twenties, thirties? I can't remember. All I've got right now is. He actually was the richest person ever in the United States. Ever. He, he his by he, about two billion dollars. Well, his net worth was anywhere when he passed away three hundred to four hundred billion dollars. Right. And just to give you an idea, we he passed did, away May twenty third, nineteen thirty seven. Nineteen thirty seven. So in nineteen thirty seven, this guy was worth three hundred to four hundred billion dollars. We take that money. Move it to today's times. In the United States, I think we looked, there was 325 million people. Is that correct? 332 million people in the U.S. What Just that, in 1932 money. We're not even accounting for inflation. <laughs> what we're what what that money looks like is almost every single American citizen in the United States, of course, you'd be in the United States, you're an American citizen, almost could get a check for a million dollars. That's how much money we're talking here. Almost a million dollars for every United States citizen today, right now, which twenty twenty three, which is absolutely insane to think about. It's 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 an interesting story. He didn't he didn't come in. He wasn't he wasn't rich when he was born. This is actual money that he actually made. His dad was actually a uh, uh, snake oil salesman. Yeah, and they made their J D Rockefeller made his money in Cleveland, Ohio, of all places, on the railroad shipping during the Civil War. Made bukus of money shipping shit both north and south. Right. But going back so that people understand, we've done this a couple of times on our podcast. A million seconds is 12 days. You can, you know, we can all kind of visualize what 12 days is. 
a billion seconds is 31 years. To put it into perspective, a trillion seconds is 31,688 years. Your mind cannot comprehend that amount of money. No. I mean, it's it's unfathomable. I mean, you you could never spend your kids, grandkids... Grandkids. That's generational wealth right there. That's that's beyond generational wealth. That that's that's I mean I can't, it's, it's I, I can't wrap my money. head around it. It's unbelievable money. Yeah. Um and like if you go back and watch any of these if you if you watch any of the not even like old westerns, but if you watch like modern day, I guess like Deadwood would be one or any any um any show that you saw where the railroad was cutting its teeth across the United States. Those folks weren't the nicest of people. No, they were they were pretty rough by any means necessary, getting what they wanted. It's tough times, and so and they were tough people, and they were Absolutely. tough on people. And uh, but but Rockefeller, he had figured out a way to, I guess, move oil. Yeah, with with the train through the train systems. Yeah, he was operating two oil refineries in Cleveland. And, and, at, and at the time, I don't mean to cut you up, but at the time, oil was not even used in a car. Or right. no, I'm sorry, gasoline was not even... At the time, oil was just a lubricant. Right. It was just a, a, a big commodity. Uh, it was like uh, water. They kinda. were operating two refineries, probably two of probably four, but two of the refineries were in Ohio. And so... And he saw he saw the... He was smart enough to see that Bringing the oil out of the ground is not where the money was. The money was what you did with it after refining you got it. Correct, refining it and then transporting it, mm-hmm. and that's where he made all his money. Yeah, they well, started the most com- of it. Yeah, they started the company Standard Oil. If you don't know that history, they broke Standard Oil into thirty-seven different oil companies. Thirty-seven. To, the government, right? The government to monopolize. Yeah, but but so, that was much later. Yeah, m- much later. So once he figures out. He's gonna start. He's gonna start swallowing up all these little oil companies, mom and pop oil refineries, and stuff like that. And so he, he would, starts he, secretly it, arranging discounted shipping rates yep. from his railroad. So not only did he have the railroad double dipping, now he's got the oil. Yeah, he went and he was buying out these other oil companies and bringing their execs to work for him. So not only did he have this huge company and monopoly, he also had some of the smartest minds in the business working under him. Mm-hmm. And the people that wouldn't sell to him, he he was making enough money that he could lose money for a while and be okay. And he made that very clear to these other companies that wouldn't sell out to him. So what he did is he would drop his prices to almost 80%. Just starve them out. And yep. run them out of business. And yeah, then once he run a, them out of business, he bought them too. It was a boomer bust back in the early 1800s. And then by 1871, he basically formed a secret alliance with the other railroads and the other refineries, and they plan to basically control the freight rates and oil prices by cooperating with each other. What does that remind you of? What big major company do we have now? In the it's a global company now that uh, starts out the mom and pops and forces them to sell or work for them. Walmart, Walmart. Yeah. absolutely. You Walmart think Sam? It. You think Sam Walton might have got some uh, some tutelage? Yeah, how the Rockefellers I, well, ran their business? I think there was some of it with Sam, but it really, I think it came after Sam most probably of it. So, probably the, the, so. The, the, I think the cutthroat of it did definitely came after Sam. Yeah. I think Sam had good intentions. Mm-hmm. I don't think his kids did. My cousin owns a screen printing company, and they had, uh, that's one company that they know, and he worked for a previous screen, a screen printing company. Pretty big operation. 
And that was one company that they all knew they did not get in bed with because what Walmart would do is order a ton. I'm talking about like put you put you in a very bad way that you've spent all this money. And once it's all done, you get everything completed. They back out of the order. They say, well, we'll pay you this, but we're not, we're, you know, we're not paying, we're not paying we that. And you, and you, you lose, you either go out of business or you're in bed with them for, for, for however long, you know, so they'll, they'll put you out of business. So, so 1874, he does the railroad. He's trying to fluctuate by 1880. He controlled 90% of the U S oil refinery business. Basically by 1880, it was a monopoly. And in 1874, he heard that some other new oil company was going to create a pipeline across Pennsylvania. So he went out and bought up all the land in front of it. His only competition was from overseas. Yes. Because he bought every, in the United States, he owned every, he owned, what did you say, 80% of it? 90% of the U.S. oil refining business in 1880. Okay, 90%. Okay, so all of it. I mean, might as well say all of it. His only competition was, and they were talking about how, I read where they, there were some companies that were shipping oil to the United States even back then, mm-hmm. and that was some competition, but he still had 90% of it. And what's fucked up is he creates the trust for the stock of Standard Oil, but he has 40 other companies that are a part of this trust that he either completely owns or partially owns. So not only could you not compete with him as a corporation, you're not going to compete with him with workers. He'll like basically he would bottom out his oil price, but he'll jack his pay up. Yeah, yep. they'll come to him. And they said, "Here's what's crazy: in 1882, it produced the world's uh, most of the world's lamp kerosene on 4,000 miles of pipelines and employed at in 1882 they employed a hundred thousand workers. That's unbelievable. From Cleveland to New York." A hundred thousand people in eighteen eighty two. So you figure, you figure, there was a lot less automated. Well, there was probably very little automated stuff then. It probably took a lot more people to run those things back then yes. as it would today. Oh my God! Yeah. So take that into fact, but also the fact he was just so damn big. Yeah. The and combination of those two. If yep. you want, if you want to get an idea of refining oil, and this we we bring up this show all the time, trafficked with uh, Mariana Van. Yeah. Is it Manf- Van Fleet? I don't know. So season three is out right now. And one of those is uh black market oil. I, I, she and they, talked about this. And they show where they, they take the oil from these big companies and then they go off in the woods and refine it. And man, it's that is back then. That's what these people would be mm-hmm. doing. So it's a very nasty, dirty, dangerous, unhealthy line of work. So to put his money in perspective in 1882, he only owned, a third of Standard Oil's stock on paper. Van Zeller. Sorry. Yes, Van Zeller. Not Van Fleet. Um, Greta. Van only. Fleet. Van. There you go. Uh, just owning one third, he was worth $20 million in 1882. $20 million in 1882. I mean, it's just it's stupid. It is stupid money. Here's where it gets stupid. Here's where we're going to dig into the main topic of what we're talking about. Not only did he have control of the majority of the United, the oil in the United States, he actually got uh, p- the petroleum side of it, okay? And they started creating this petroleum, which is, I don't know, they're using it for 
for medicinal purposes. He finds a way to use this stuff. You know, there's so much of it. And I'm going to say this, and people are going to say it didn't happen. We've read articles where it happened and where it didn't happen. Um, He was known to have, to coin the phrase, fossil fuels, okay? Because there was so much of an abundance of oil, okay? Still is abundance of oil. It's getting pumped out of the ground every day. And that's the thing. There's uh, Richard that we go hunting with in Arkansas, and he's a big follower of both of our podcasts. Um, he he works for the oil and gas industry. And we had a – just about every year we go out there, we talk about it. You know, there's historic wells that were tapped dry in the 80s, 1980s. All of a sudden they go back and run a sample. Guess what? There's oil in there again. They're about 70% full. So what do you do to make something more valuable, more expensive, more? See, it's a, it's all, it's like diamonds. It's like fucking De Beers with diamonds. Yeah. There is a damn De Beers warehouse right now in England. A diamond is just like the oil. They have convinced you they're that precious. diamonds are precious and rare. Bullshit. And they're going to run out. Yeah. No, that's why they're so expensive. No, they're not. It's the same thing with oil. They convinced everybody. They came from these. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs that decayed in these peat bogs and blah, 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 blah. It's not fossil fuel. It's not fossil fuel. It's basically like the liquid the world, our earth produces. So scientists have said that they have found no fossils below 1,600 feet, I think it is. We're going to go with it. So I just heard this today. I like it. And I didn't write down. But but scientists said they found no fossils below, I think it's 1,600 feet. Mm -hmm. We drill oil at 20 to 30. Yeah. Okay. So you can't be – it can't be fossil fuel if you're pulling up oil below where scientists say that any fossil is at. Do you think that that oil is just like the Earth's waste, like the secreted waste of whatever? Yeah, it's like when the, the plates move, instead of sweating, it just makes oil. It just makes oil. Yeah. And going back to your thing. Really? Is that what they're doing? That's, I that's think the so. theory. I think the that's theory what... is that the Earth produces... Kind of like plants produce oxygen, the earth just produces oil. And it it, it is a, a liquid, so those wells fill up and drain off and it's it's funny, I've never thought I've never thought about how long have you been told your whole life fossil fuels? It's just it's well, the, anytime the gas scare, the gas scare, gas scare. And the last time we had a gas scare, which was after nine eleven, the guy from Canada goes, Look, there's enough oil in the oil sands in the northern U.S. and Canada to run both countries until 2080. Yeah. So let's get off this. It's a scarcity. And then he went through. Is it going to take more to refine it? Yes. So your cost is going to go up. You're not going to have less than two dollar gas. Get over it. Yeah. That we never seeing that shit again. Mm-hmm. But that, but that's you know kind of where we're at. They 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 created this whole scare. They created this whole untruth. And they got the media behind it to push it to make it look like this this waste of the earth's waste is secreted whatever you know that's created this oil is actually from extinct dead dinosaurs and it's and going it could, to run out and it could one day not be one there. day it's not going to be there and what I always asked in in school was why are, why is there, if we're finding all these dinosaurs out you know out west in this dry why is there not like an oil pump over there yeah. Yeah. We found all these bones. There should be oil. It should be oil there. Nope. Right. That's not how that worked. 
But piggybacking off what you said, he had, like I said, by 1887, 90% of the oil, but that is about the time, about the 1900s, 1887 ish, is when science caught up to the oil and they start making those petrochemicals. Yes. And the petrochemicals is the one thing that, that this, this is kind of the whole premises of this, this whole podcast. Plastic. You know, yeah, they were used to make plastics. That's the first thing they made was plastics. Made plastics with it. Uh, and then the next thing you know, they find, you know, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin A. There's these vitamins. And they start mixing them with this petroleum. And, and like, a, I guess a pill form. Yeah, it says it was during this time that most of the essential vitamins were discovered, including B1, B2, biotin, Vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin D, da, 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 da. By identifying these vitamins, science took a huge step forward and enabled simple vitamin remedies to cure conditions that were caused by vitamin deficiencies, such as scurvy and the rickets. And of course, scientists were also involved in the research to recreate synthetic versions of these vitamins in the laboratory. So in 1935, vitamin C became the first vitamin to be artificially synthesized in Switzerland. Rockefeller was smart enough to see this as an opportunity with the possibility that vitamins and medications could be developed from petroleum. He saw the chance to control and monopolize multiple industries at once. Not only did he have the railroad, he now had petroleum, he had the chemical, and now he was on the cutting edge of medicine. Yeah, yeah. And of course, petrochemicals were ideal from a business perspective because they could be patented, owned, and sold for high profits. Yeah, that's what I was... I mean, this guy is essentially... uh, the the whole reason why you can go back and look on TikTok. You can watch TikTok videos of people making those homeopathic uh, medicines. Or, yeah, and that's the, the thing. At the time he started this, almost one half of the medical colleges and doctors in America were practicing holistic medicines. And guess that, what they did? They squashed that shit. They got rid of them. They had this. And they actually have their own university now. Mm-hmm. The Rockefeller, I think oh, he's got yeah, a German they, pharmaceutical they, company called IG Farben. Yeah, so they so they basically anybody that was into natural or homeopathic medicines, uh, chiropractics, anything that nothing that had a a fall uh, like an adverse reaction uh, to the human body uh, was now labeled. Uh, they called it quackery, quackery. unscientific, quackery. unscientific crackery, quackery, and they they demonized it, and so they. They made it this whole big thing and pushed it in the media. And he gets the guy named Abraham Flexner to submit a report to Congress in 1910. That's where he said they were. it was quackery. And they, in his report, he begged the Congress to rally behind him and Rockefeller to standardize medical education and that is where the American Medical Association was born. Yes. Yet another monopoly. Here's another thing. Doctors were put in jail that wouldn't fall in line. That they they continued to treat their patients with homeopathic and natural medicines and they were found out and arrested and put in jail. Does that sound familiar? Now those doctors are found dead. Yeah, they, yeah that's yeah. another whole podcast. Yes, that's a whole other podcast for but, sure. But that's a podcast we need to touch on. Yeah. I mean, and and here's the thing, if you want to dive down the rabbit hole, that Faber in medical pharmaceutical company in Germany, see how far they got and what they did in World War II. And they're still around. Yeah. But, and I was telling Rob off air, me and my wife found this 
about this lady. Her name was Dr. Hazel Parcells. She lived to be 106. She was told when she was 31, I think, 21 or 31, that she had suffered irreversible damage to her lungs. She was going to bariatric chambers. They were pumping pumping her full of all these drugs to try to basically make her comfortable. She was like, you know what? Hell with this. I'm not living. I'm not. No. So she decides. Because that's no way to live. Right. So she decides to go, and she goes and lives with her parents. And so clean air, vitamin D, natural garden foods. And so she's like, well, you know, I don't have to take this mess anymore. So she wrote down, you know, she just kept a journal. Well, she got, like, I think she broke her finger or something, had to go to the doctor. And so, like, four years had passed. And so when she walked in, all the doctors were like, you're still alive? How? You, You had renal failure. Half your lung was gone. So they did a scan. No more renal failure. Her lung grew back. And she was perfectly healthy. So she decided, you know what? To hell with them. I'm going to go get my do- my doctorate. So she went through and was board certified doctor. And she did not advertise. She did not have a sign out front. She was, what I told Rob off air was, she was your old timey country doctor. Mm-hmm. By word of mouth, hey, go see Dr. Hazel. Yeah. She's got something. Walk-ins only. And she'd give you... <laughs> And here's the thing, and it's hard to find. And they, and the people that still have country doctors, you will know what I'm talking about. There is a shot they will give you. It is a mixture of damn near things that if you took in the wrong dose would kill you. It, mm-hmm. Yes, it has ketamine in it. Yes, it has other things in it. But it is high doses of vitamin B, a high dose of vitamin C, and some ketamine. And if you've got the right formula based on a man or a woman's weight take two of these shots, and flu, whatever, gone. And if you start looking for it, you'll start getting, oh, this is witchery, you know, yeah, this, yeah, this, it's yeah. all made up, it's all in your head. No, bullshit. Yeah. So, and you can get her book, and we, you know, maybe we'll, I'll hold off on that. We'll, yeah, we'll get we'll, that. We'll get to homeopathic. Here's the other thing, too, uh, to help with the transition to change minds of the other doctors and scientists, Rockefeller gave a $100 million to colleges, hospitals, uh, and founded a philanthropic front group called the General Education Board, which is the GEB. Uh, it was it was basically the carrot on the stick, you know, the carrot oh, yeah. on the stick. Um, Appeal for an ill. Medical uh, medical colleges were streamlined. Uh, all the students were learning the same things, and they were only learning what uh, the curriculum that was given to them, which was using these patent drugs. Um, there was a huge grant, uh, not Hugh Grant. <laughs> there was a huge grant uh, to study how plants and cure how plants cure diseases. But their goal was to first to identify the chemicals in the plants that were effective. Um, the chemical, but not identical to the plant uh, that could be made in a lab. And if you think he was evil in America, he saw it. He wanted to take this thing worldwide, and so he went into China. And he tried to stamp out traditional Chinese medicine in China. Luckily, it didn't work. But it's not because he didn't throw enough bodies and money in it. He created the China Medical Board in 1914 and gave them $12 million to start it. And they were to, quote, modernize medical education and improve the practice of medicine in China. They built a hospital in Beijing in 1919. But... They ran into a little bit of problem about World War One in the old 
after World War One, the verge of World War Two, and the communist China come in. They're like, no, why don't you take your white skin? Take your white, out. your white lies and white medicine and get the fuck yeah. on out of here. <laughs> exactly what happened. Um, this is the probably one of the one of the grossest parts of this whole thing to me. Um, those those medicines, those synthetic medicines, synthetic vitamins. Uh, we're talking about skin care. We're talking about uh, lip balm, all that stuff. Anything, the petroleum was used in everything. Well, guess what started happening to people? They started getting cancer. So these people taking all these patented patented synthetic medicines using petroleum started getting cancer. Well, shit. Rockefeller. Got a cure for that, too. Rockefeller. Or not a cure, a treatment. In 1913, started the American Cancer Society. About the time he gets kicked out of China, we're gonna come on home and cure cancer. That's you know, right. you know how much a, a we can't cure it. You know how much a one single treatment of cancer costs. One treatment, one treatment costs right up to a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. One treatment, not like a cycle of treatments. One treatment. That way, you die broke. Yeah. Yeah, they get they make sure, every. They gonna get it all before you yeah. go. They you make know? sure they get you money and you help. But that's this right. man's giving people. I mean, he's created something that's giving people cancer, uh, and then he starts the damn the American Cancer Association, and it's still kind of, still there. Kind of, and kind if you don't think that family's still important, you may notice that when you look up John D. Rockefeller, there are only grainy black and white pictures yep. and that is because all images of young john d is owned by the family and you must pay for them if you want something other than the grainy black and white oh, wow. i i had a whole nother thing um you know it's kind of like you know what's the saying the people that how does that go something about the people that 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 come up with the disease if i have the cure what is that or have the medicine for it it's, it's kind of like what we just saw with COVID. I think you know if 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 you believe. Oh, your buddy down there at the herb shop flat out told me he couldn't sell A, B, C, and D together in one transaction. He had to sell A and C and B and D or A and D. Right. Isn't or that crazy? B. He said every time he said he, they came in. If you look at these petrochemicals uh, and just kind of take a look at <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, you kind of take a look at some like of the, Rome, Georgia. That is insane. Yeah, yeah, little Rome, Georgia. They came to him and said you can't sell these things together. It's like it's like it's like you can't. Well, you're not supposed to, but you know, it's like they put those stuff to get, you can't sell the stuff together that, that, that make meth and things like that. These things are put together to make people healthy. Yeah. It was like, it's just so they're vitamins. So, it's like natural magnesium, right. vitamin C, vitamin right. B kind of vitamin D drops. So they're going to shut that shit down. Yeah. So, yep, that's the you know why? They were trying. You know why? Cause it works. But like we said in our last podcast, thank God. For social media. Right, because you never know these yes. things. Here's something that I didn't know. So dandelions are supposed to be good for circulation, good for your heart. Good so for I've your, heard that, yeah. Good, it's, it's, it's a great uh, old homeopathic medicine so that people use them? for Is their that heart. Right? They make bowl it? tea. Yeah, you tea. make tea yeah, with yeah, it. You yeah. make tea with it. Yeah. So oh, what? It what like so when you grew up, <laughs> yeah, you try to squeeze a little lemon off. Lemon, yeah. you know, get you lemon honey. and honey, honey, something. Lemon and honey will kill you everything. That's right. But if you think about it, this is all there. You can take a look at it. Your whole life you've grown up. What have you known about a dandelion? It's weed. Get it's rid a of weed. It. Get rid of it. It is. It's not only is it your... weed. You need to go to Monsanto and spray this nasty ass chemical that will give you cancer. Yeah. to kill it. Right. Guess who owns the chemical company? Is the same people that sell medication for your heart. It's the same group of people. Yeah. Same group of people. 
They're telling you this is a way to use our chemical to kill it. But if you have heart problems, we've got something we're going to sell you. Oh, and by the way, we just gave you cancer because this is a carcinogenic uh, uh, compound uh, that you've been using for years. Now you have cancer. The thing, just to get rid of the weed that, that, help, that gets rid of the plant that, that helps your heart, makes your heart stronger. My wife found an old recipe for fire cider, and you're supposed to start drinking it in the fall allergy season. And it's got... That'd be ragweed. Yeah. And it goes all... If you'll continue to drink it until the end of the spring allergy season, if you keep that up, your allergies will basically... It's kind of like using local honey. If you put enough of that pollen in you, you build up an immunity to it. Yeah. And that's a real thing. It is real. It's 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%, man. 100%. We'll we'll take a look at these these petrochemicals, some of the environmental dangers they had, uh, you know... like petroleum-derived products, uh, they have a long-time lasting effect on the environment. If you get it in the rivers and the oceans, uh, the water becomes tainted and, and it's unable to be purified. Uh, the other thing with the rivers... But we can blow up tanks of chloride and make mustard yeah. gas. That's okay. Yeah. So, and you go, what's... Did the, you uh, see the newest one? Did you see the newest one? It's not a chemical spill. It's pride water. Did you... Oh, <laughs> ooh. True. Did you know that people are reporting what happened there and they're going to jail? Yeah, and I saw today... We're going to follow up on that episode, Yeah, cause, because, and I wanted to say this off air, but we'll just air our dirty laundry here. Uh, the first lawsuits have been filed yeah. against the federal government. Still don't you know see, the see, deaths. Did you, this, this, yeah, you'll never know. You'll never know. How did you see the pallet of supplies that got shipped there today? Yeah, Donald Trump, and then he took them all to McDonald's, bought them all the Big Mac. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah, he's like, follow me to McDonald's, I'll feed but everybody. You know, but this is another thing that pisses he me off about people. He pallets of shit, and we can't even get our own government to do that. Yeah, FEMA and EPA are over there just Come jerking on, man. each other off. <laughs> Come on, man. No, yeah. he's in, he's in Ukraine. He's not in the Ukraine. He they they making it look like he's over there. His goofy ass ain't over there. He's, I don't he's know. still in the basement. Uh, maybe they <laughs> maybe they do have him over there <laughs> with the bullseye back. I, think, I don't know. I think he is over there. Well, here's the thing about that whole shit show. People, y'all, there. Yes, if you eat McDonald's for sixty days straight, you high blood. Yeah, but you as a fucking parent. There is no greater smile on a child's face when they realize what a Happy Meal is in the play place. You ain't got to feed it to them every night. But how are you, as someone that is practicing medicine, there is a tie-in to this. Yes. How can you look at a single mother and tell her if you could get your kids' diets better, they would be healthier? She's working two jobs to keep the lights on, and McDonald's is about the best she can do. And it's, yeah. it's the cheapest that she can well, that's afford. What, yeah, that's yeah. what we're saying. Because eating healthy is super expensive. Shit, yeah, shit. I'm going yeah, to tell you super right now. Super expensive. In our house, we, uh, we, Brittany, we try. Brittany don't eat, she doesn't eat meat. So everything's vegetarian-based uh, meat that we have, which I still eat meat. But, uh, you know, lots of fresh vegetables, lots of fresh fruits, uh, stuff, juice, stuff like that. Man, our our grocery bills, I, I it's just disgusting how much we pay for groceries, yeah. and we and we literally, I mean, we're getting punished for eating, eating, trying well, to eat well. You know, and so. and maybe I talked about this on a different episode, but I found it very interesting. I, and I want to say, I know I keep bringing this up, dude, but I listen, I drive all the time, I listen to podcasts all the time, but it made a lot of sense. I think it was Rogan. I think I'm not, I'm not sure, but he was talking about when you go to a grocery store, only shop the outside aisles. If you shop the middle aisles, that's when you buy shit. Yeah. And I got to thinking, 
It's true. Holy it's right. shit, he's right. Yeah. So the produce is all around, all the way around the side. Yeah. Then you the go meat. into the di- Publix in my mind right now. Okay. Think no, of, I, I, that's what I'm seriously. Doing. Yeah. Think, seriously, yeah. think about it. So you got produce. Yep. Then you go into probably the meat, dairy, cheese, meat, meat, dairy, cheeses cheese. on around all the way around. Yeah. It's the middle aisles. The middle aisles is trash. Man, I mean, it, it makes sense. I, I, ne- I think about it in my mind. Places I never thought about it till he said that. And yeah. I was like, holy shit, he's right. If yeah. you shop the outside aisles of a grocery store, you're probably okay. Yeah. Or the best you can do. Yeah. In this country. Because right. they feed us trash. Yeah. But, yeah. Stay out of the... Because that's, that, that's where all the boxes are. Yeah. The boxes, box food. Yep. Boxes and cans. The yep. box food. Yep. And that's trash food. Yeah. So with the other thing, just real quick, we're talking about how it affects the water. You can't even purify it. Um, when uh, you have rain, rainwater is contaminated. It goes back into the ground. The tap water is consumed by millions of people around the world. Uh, the, the presence of the petrochemicals that contributed to the death of fish and uh, coral reefs and bodies of water globally ultimately influenced the quality of our seafood, which people are getting mercury poisoning, eating fish all the time. I mean, there's always, there's, there's all these things, these health problems. Uh, the negative effects on the environment, uh, not limited just water pollution, uh, also the air, the burn. We're talking about global warming all the time. Global warming this, global warming no, that. You're saying it wrong. It's climate change. Climate change. Sorry. I, it's whatever it is now, whatever it is this decade. These petrochemicals are a huge part of, of what they are telling us is is, is and here's causing the, what, the polar bears not to have anywhere to sleep at night. Pisses me off to no end. The United States is only responsible for some crazy number like less than 30% of the world's pollution. Oh, yeah. But we are the one footing a fucking bill. Until the rest of the country gets on board, we're wasting our time. You got, Until you get China and South America... Using 87 octane, they're still running lead gas yeah, down there. That's, yeah, yeah, 100%. So these chemicals are burning and releasing like a greenhouse effect. And these uh, the emissions coming off these gases, you got carbon, nitrogen, sulfur, ash into the atmosphere. It, it, it creates. It reflects the sun and creates yeah. global warming. I mean, it's. Goddamn mouth. It's yeah. Everything's melting. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it's, it's causing pollution, smog, acid, rain. Uh, the doomsday ice shelf is melting, goddamn it. Here's a, here's a hell of a I saw it on CNN. I know. <laughs> oh, shit. Hell. Not only was it on the internet. <laughs> I think Don Lemon said so. Don Lemon? Don Lemon. He got fired. Did he? Yeah. He made, he, com- he made comments about a woman's. Uh, he gone. Uh, and Tucker prime. Carl- he was talking about her prime. She, oh. she passed her prime. And he was talking about who was the, what's the name of the woman that's running for president or saying she's going to run for president? Gabbard. Is there one? Tulsi. No, not Tulsi. The other one? The one that worked under Trump. Oh, Governor Arkansas. Huckabee. No, no, Huckabee. I can't remember. McElvaney? No. Jesus Christ. But the, anyway. The blonde headed girl? No, she's the real. Okay. She's attractive, but I can't remember her name. But anyway, <laughs> you, you, you'll hear it soon because she's running for president. But <coughs> he was talking about on CNN how she was past her prime and that nobody would vote for or something about that. Oh, and, and all the women on CNN were like, <clears throat> you know, freaked out. fired. Oh, yes. Yeah, so got, got Nikki fired. Haley. Nikki Haley. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Here's your I health risk of these petrochemicals. This is what this is what taking these chemicals uh, in in your medicine. This is what it's causing: allergies, birth defects, degenerative diseases such as cancer, depression, hay fever, infertility, uh, intractable diseases. Uh, this just just some of the top, right off the top, some of the things that's. Uh, it comes from these petrochemicals, uh, skin care, topical products. Do y'all remember that time? Uh, I don't know how long ago it was when sunscreen 
Yes. Was causing people cancer. Yes. Because the higher the SPF, and, and we get into this all the time. Baby powder causing people cancer. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. The thing that Women kills ovarian me about, cancer. Um, not only the baby powder, them crooked fuckers. So did Red and Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. But the... <laughs> really? No. Yeah. With the dye, what the dye was? Oh, yeah. what the dye it? they made with red M Ms. I thought, well, well, you know, if you eat the green, if you eat the brown ones, you're gonna be uh, pregnant. And if you eat the red ones, you're gonna have three boyfriends. If you eat the green ones, you get horny. <laughs> that's right. That's what that's it, right. that's, that's what, what I heard. I don't know. I think it was. Yeah, it was. Give me a bag of them green ones. <laughs> <laughs> if I have three ba- if I have three babies, give me more of the red ones. But Shit. supposedly the dye was. Oh yeah, all those chemical dyes are derived from petroleum, and and the yeah. thing is that red, the red food dye, has been tied to more problems, anxiety, depression. Um, I dare say other things with ism at the end of it yeah. might start with alt. Can't get that shit out of the carpet either. No, and the thing is, y'all, red when you take it, like my kid was addicted to hot fries and hot Cheetos. Yeah. We took him. I mean, he just would consume a bag in about you could two set days. Set them bitches on fire. We took him off that. It was a fire, and it was a fucking fight. You for know, the first two weeks, but all his shit. <laughs> I thought somebody's barbecuing. It was a fire. <laughs> Is that somebody barbecuing? <laughs> but anyway, his anxiety level went time down. For that. Yeah, God dang it! <laughs> you know, do you know that's that what I told him? They did studies on people eating those hot Cheetos and things, and they had the same addict, same addictive um, Kim, uh, compound uh, as people that were addicted to heroin. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Really? Yeah, and they're, they're giving the kids for lunch every day, and they're when you take them away from them, they go crazy. And that's the thing. Like we fought. He was about seven or eight, and we fought tooth and nail. Like I mean, just snot bubbles. Yeah, no, no, it was at home. Yeah, no more. And that, and I was like, uh-uh. And so, complexion, everything. And we've tried to tell him he's he's taking a buddy of his home now, and as payment, he gets um, a bag of hot fries. And I was like, man, I love you to death, but don't make me be a dick. Yeah, dude, for real. Because you know it's not. Yeah, I mean, the, I know the research is there. Good. Yeah. It's like me going to Wendy's and ordering a triple. Yeah. I yeah, know it tastes, it tastes good. It tastes it, so good. I can feel my heart clogging up. Or me well, eating, it just makes you feel like shit. Or me eating half a king cake yesterday by myself. Those are so good. Stephanie used to Got make the cream cheese in it. Yeah. Wow. Stephanie used to make Man, it's so good. Ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they were so yeah. good. There's not much. There's not much from that area that didn't taste good. So let me just go through this real quick. I know I ain't eating no root nutria. No, I'll tell you that. No, I love me some etouffee. So your petrochemicals in the skincare and topical products, uh, parabens, uh, these prochemical based synthetic preservatives have been known to disrupt the endocrine system and has been linked to skin cancer, which we were talking about sunscreen. Uh, benzene is a uh, uh, petrochemical that's found and contained and known as human carcinogens that leading developing toxicity. Uh, also been found to disrupt the endocrine system as well. Uh, synthetic dyes or fragrances. Fragrances, we're talking about the dye. Um, they're known to contain a wide variety of chemicals. They may have been linked to reproductive toxicity, cancer, allergies, and more. Red. Red M&Ms dye. Called cancer. P-G-D-E-A. Well, don't be making green wear high heels. <laughs> M-E-A. Sexist bastard. These uh, petrochemical based ingredients present the risk containing. Uh, <laughs> They've been linked to organ system, organ system toxicity, endocrine dispute, cancer, and more. Unfortunately, the FDA does not require that to be listed 
on an ingredient label. He's so trying we're just so eating. hard to try keep his Y'all motherfuckers will shut up. Um, <laughs> other uh, Man, like two, other petro-based <laughs> petro ingredients that are common in skin care topical products include uh, butanol, silicones, synthetic. Jelly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that shit's <laughs> gross on a bagel. It'll make you shit real hard, but it ain't, it don't taste good. Mm-hmm. The synthetic emulsifiers and the ingredients that ends in... Uh, Edel. Yeah. Anything yeah, with yeah. E-T-Y-L yeah. is not good for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all those should be avoided. All those should be avoided. Uh, it's. We, I will say this. My wife suffers from um, thyroid problems. And before fruits and vegetables got as damn expensive as it is now, about... 10 years ago, she went on a clean eating. Jesus Christ, we ate more fruits. But you know what? She felt better. Yeah, man. She lost weight. She had more energy. And that's the thing. Like, as in the older you get, the wiser you get. But we, we've realized, you know, you just cut the shit out of your... Other you countries need. Other countries don't eat like we do. No. no. There is it's, an, it's, it's, it's unbelievable There's an island in Greece. There's an island in Greece where they have never had a... Like congestive heart failure. Because Greece of. don't have grease. Right. Well, and that, but that's the thing. They cook with olive oil and fatties. All, or yeah. fatty good acids. Fats. All, yeah, the good yeah, fats. Good. Yeah. And that's what people are understanding. Everything in, you know, and within a couple of years, there'll be something else that we're not supposed to eat because it'll cause you to have heart. How long? I mean, we heard for years, you got to cut the um, cholesterol out. Well, Put I mean, you on cholesterol medicine. Now, they've come to realize through social media, a, a healthy dose of red meat, red wine, and cholesterol is actually good for you. Well, it's like we know aspartame is in all these diet drinks, but and we know what that it's causes. It's linked to Alzheimer's. It's linked to Alzheimer's. I mean, strongly linked to Alzheimer's, and nobody's taking it out. Everybody no. just first, like, and that was what I was going to say about 25 minutes ago before he got on his rant for all the Edels. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to talk about barbecue. Me and Andrew was trying to talk barbecue. Um the first federal lawsuit that has made it out of the district courts for the fluoride in the water. That was the biggest bullshit it that was. was ever thrown on us. It was. Absolutely that, was. That, I want to say that tops it all Yeah, because of what the trickle-down effect from what what they've done to us. Blocking my third eye, man. Well, I think I think there's some truth to that. You know what I mean? I it calcifies. Into, I think you're more intuitive once you get off of that. I will say this, back to the diet drinks. I was addicted to Diet Cokes. And Me it was partially too. because I grew up, My both my grandparents were diabetic. So that's all you had. You either drank Diet Coke or you drank water. water. Yeah. And so I learned to drink Diet Coke. Well, I just drank, drank. I couldn't remember shit. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going back. And so it took all I had to go back to regular Coke, which is still not very good for you. But when I got off the Diet Coke, man, my memory was amazing. Tell you a quick story real quick. And yeah, while you're talking about Diet Coke, I got to fit this in real quick. So I used to go to this chiropractor. He recently, I mean, he, I didn't stop going to him. He actually stopped his practice or sold it to another guy. Is that why he's he was, all over my fucking social media? He was bri- he was brilliantly smart. He was also a nutritionist, right? So I came in there, went in. He said, Andrew, he said, uh, How's your energy level? I said, well, it's pretty much shit. I'm tired all the time. He said, well, what do you eat a lot of? I said, well, I don't eat a lot of one certain thing. He said, what do you drink a lot of? I said, I drink a lot of Diet Coke. He goes, okay, on your next visit, bring some Diet Coke in. Okay. So I came in. 
when I got there, he had a glass of water and a glass of orange juice sitting on this table, right? Next to the table where he does the cracks in your back and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. So he said, okay, lay down on this table. He said, put orange, clean your palate with the water, then put orange juice in your mouth and don't swallow, just hold it in your mouth. Raise your hands, your arms above your head. I'm going to stand up here and I'm going to pull, try to pull your arms apart. At any time, was the lights off and you were blindfolded? No, no, no. Okay. You're, he had a Super Bowl ring on. You're going, this all tastes like an orange. You're going, you're, <laughs> you're going to fight against it. Well, the orange juice I did fine, right? Yeah. He said, okay, well, some people don't react good with orange juice. So he said, all right, let's clean your palate with the water. Let's do it with Diet Coke. So I put Diet Coke in my mouth. He said, don't swallow it. Just keep it in your mouth. Raise your, my hands up. He just went, whoop, threw my hands down. He goes, okay, let's do that again. I don't want to do it just one time. I want to, show, I want to prove something to you. Wash my mouth out with water. Put my Diet Coke in my mouth. With one finger on each hand, he slammed my arms down with Diet Coke in my mouth. But he Why? couldn't. But he, my, it's the way. It's the chemical reaction. The way your brain's interacting. He said he told he 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 told me anybody could do this at home. He said some people it's not Diet Coke. He said everybody's body is different. He said some people have this same reaction with wheat bread. He said, but it's something that everybody can check if they'll just check it. He said you'll swallow it. You just put it in your mouth, and your body is going to react to it. He said you're. I don't. I don't think I have to tell you where your energy level is going. It's Diet Coke. That's it's killing your energy. if I wouldn't have seen them on my own eyes, I wouldn't have did believed Did you stop it. drinking Diet Coke after that? you damn right yeah, I did. Yeah, I would have too. you damn right yeah. I did. Because of, cause of, cause he took both of my arms down with well, one that, finger on each the, hand. But that's the thing. People, and I guess that's what the whole basis of this episode is when we start kind of circling hurt, back around. Herding everybody back around. <laughs> You're not going to believe us until you have a personal experience with it. Until Andrew had that Basically, the guy slapped the shit out of him and said, hey, stupid, quit drinking it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he would have been like, ah, he's full of shit. It ain't going to do nothing to me. But when a man when he can take rips two, both, yeah, of your right. hand, you're both your arms down, yeah. and he's got a finger on each hand, yeah. he said, I don't think I've got to say anything else. Yeah. And he didn't. That's the thing. No. But that's the thing. Like, I was telling him today, I did, and we can, I'll touch on it again in the homeopathic episode because we're sure as hell going to do We're definitely that. doing one. And we, I've got a guy that's going to come in. He's got some great, oh, good, some great shit to talk about. So that lady that I was talking about, Dr. Purcell, she had, there's an old ass video of her back in probably the six, or I'd say early 60s, maybe mid 60s, black and white. And she said, if you'll do once a week, if you'll take a quart of distilled water, and it has to be distilled, mm-hmm. and you take a tablespoon of baking soda. Baking soda. And a tablespoon of sea salt, mm-hmm. mix it up, and if you, it will. I swear to God, if you use room temperature distilled water, it, that salt will dissolve eventually. I cannot explain to you what the taste is because it's hideous. So you've done this. I did it today. Okay, so I saved this same video on my phone. And I'm yet to do it. I did it today because I just when they changed my schedule, I was able. I was spoiled. I really was. Y'all know. I was like reaching. You know, I was backing into the mailbox to get my check. (laughs) So they changed my schedule to where basically I'm eight to four. I get an hour lunch. Well, I don't have time to work out anymore. They ruined all our early podcasts. Yeah, Bastards. They ain't paying me enough. But uh, what's that goofy bastard that runs for president? You know how many guys just shot you the bird when you said eight to four? I know. Who's that goofy bastard that runs for president all the time that they found out that Clinton screwed in the Democratic primary? He's like 97 years old up in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Who did? Whoever ran for president, and she, like, dicked him over. Bernie. Sanders. Yeah. 
there was a whole train of thought, and you wrecked it because you couldn't give me Bernie. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, I'll come back to that. So anyway, I, I did the whole... It is your fault. So I did the whole thing. I just felt bad. I don't have time to work out. And by the time she gets home, we're cooking dinner. And then by the time, you oh, know, yeah. the, you know, me, understand know. the I whole do. thing. And then not all of us work eight to four. Some of us work like is, man hours. <laughs> well, I still get up at five thirty, you bastard. Five thirty. It's just to do I'm your hair. No, I get up just to get get the rest of them up. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I did the thing today, and I I powered. She said to drink two cut, take the first two cups out of a quart. And power through it. Yeah. And then two hours later, take a cup of it and then save the last cup for after dinner. So I powered through the first two cups. And man, I told him, I said, man, it felt like I had a brick in my stomach. And then two hours later, I powered through another cup of it. And I felt like, I was like, God, I'm going, I wasn't hungry at nothing. And it sounded like, you know, when the guy, when they're walking across the horizon and saving Private Ryan and there's flashes. And there's low rumbles, and you're like, damn, this thunderstorm. No. <laughs> it was artillery rounds going off in my gut. And so I was like, oh, this is not going to end well. Right. But my whole dietary thing is thrown into the wall. So what used to be like, that would have scared me to death to like cancel class the rest of the day. Had a long charging cord and a fan. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to camp out. <laughs> it. We're going to camp out in there. But I was like. God, oh my god oh my god i mean i'm just so full and then all of a sudden it was like somebody flipped a switch i was fucking starving really so i went in and ate lunch still having the rumbling died down and so but it was one of those things where i went to the bathroom and it was boom i'm done felt fine and i've been having some issues anyway and um about an hour later i uh, is it maybe uh, we'll go try boom i'm done and so I'm like, and I feel amazing. So I'm going to do it for a month. I'm going to try it for a month. We've got enough distilled water that I can do it for a month. Our, now, our baking soda may be expired, but who, I cannot who has expire. baking soda that's not expired in a gas? No, it's just, to y'all. It's just it's in the, the back of the refrigerator. Yeah. Opened. Yeah. It's supposed I, to do something. I just can't explain to y'all the, the combination of the two. It, it would almost be like sudsy ocean water. To a power of ten, it's so no. flipping salty. But here's the thing: I got, I got nervous. Yeah, I was like, man, I just poured a damn tablespoon of sea salt in a quart of water, and I drank three fourths of it within three hours. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna de- be dehydrated. My, my kidneys is yeah. I'm gonna tapping out muddy water through a screen door, <laughs> and I'm gonna sweat the rest of it out. So you do the old pinch test on your knuckle. Dude, I'm as hydrated as I ever was. It is so weird. It is it short circuits everything you've been taught. Yeah. It's like testosterone. Remember for years and oh, years and years. Oh, we gotta get you the testosterone. Nobody, no, well, nobody would prescribe it because they said it caused cancer. Nobody would prescribe testosterone. Well, what do we all know now? It's a fucking fountain of youth. If you're a man, even a woman, when right. your test levels are low, you take uh, get with a doctor, not not with a guy from the gym that goes to Mexico frequently. No, uh, no. you get with your your medical, uh, not the guy that walks around with the fanny pack. And you yeah, no, not that guy. Pack. Yeah, his guy. Don't be talking to the rock in the gym. Yeah, um, we all know that your testosterone levels are a huge key and a huge component to to your health. Yeah, to be healthy. But for years. They wouldn't prescribe it because it gave you cancer. Well, there's a couple of people that we follow mutually, and they are veteran nurses that went into specific nursing roles in the private sector. And both of them have expressed through social media, and again, 
the greatest and the worst at the same time, have expressed how they had body dysmorphia. And so they both of them tried to starve themselves. And then they finally got with a doctor that was not tied to a major hospital. And they got to talking about nutrition. And he had to rewire both of them into eating more. Right. To be healthier right. and feel better. And so this one girl, I think at her lowest, she was 106. And she looked, I mean, she was just a toothpick. Right. Uh, last time I, I follow her, I think the last post I saw that she posted, um, she'd gained 24 pounds, looks phenomenal, working out all the time. Looks healthy. Yeah, that's the healthy. thing. Healthy. You are healthy. Yeah. And that's the thing. We've been fed this bullshit, and I don't know if y'all know this or not, but the supermodel circuit is turning full, coming back around. Back to the heroin, heroin addict. Ugh, yeah, it's, it looks awful. What we would like to do, if everybody that's listening to this episode, man, get with your old people. And your please, family, and please and just record it. Record, send it to us. Send it to us because we wish we, I could still talk to my old. People. We will dig into yeah, it. But, yeah, yeah, I know. Me too. Like I, I've got. I mean, I've got a couple that we can still reach out to. But get with your people, your old people. That's that's you. Like you know, grandma breaks open a cigarette, chews on the tobacco, and rubs it on your bee sting, and your bee stings. I mean, it stops stinging and the swelling goes down. That's what's yes, what's funny stuff about stuff like that. What's know? funny about that is. I coached girls softball for 10 years. And so every year we fought not only black, we, we grew black widows up there at that field, but we always had, we had an end cap on a chain link fence. that would fall. I always off. had wasps. Yeah. Always. So it didn't matter. Somebody hits it and the coach walks by and we get zapped. Mm-hmm. And so we had one good old boy that dated a couple of our softball players. And so during the summer we'd get up there and if we got popped, Hey, is your boyfriend? Yeah, he should be here in a few minutes. All right, come here. Here, I need to dip. Yeah. And so we'd get, what you got? The worse, the better. You know, oh, I got Stouffer's or Stoger's. (laughs) I got a big old seven-pound bag. Grizzly. Give it to me. Yeah. And we would take athletic tape, and we'd tape that shit. I mean, we'd look retarded. I don't, I'm sorry. Mentally challenged. But we'd we'd take a, you know, we'd put the whole, there goes our ratings. Put that thing, you know, basically put that dip in your mouth. Yep. Get it good and wet, and then tape that athletically tape that thing. By the end of practice, or by the time we got home after working on the field, it's a non-factor. I'm gonna tell you right now, my granddad he chewed Red Man, and see Red Man's moist anyway. As soon as as soon as he puts it on that bee sting, it's gone. Well, I don't know if y'all know about this or not, but if you can, if you get lit up by fire ants in your yard, ammonia, just your basic run of the mill, buy it at Walmart. Ammonia. Wipe it through that piss on it. No, I got one better than that. What? If you step in an ant bed, and I didn't believe it till my mom did it to my daughter. My my daughter stepped in an ant bed at the old house we lived in. So Anna comes around the house crying and sit on my back porch crying. And grandma, my mom says, go get a beer right now. Oh, yeah. So I went in yeah. there and got a beer. Yeah. We poured it on her foot. Sting goes away immediately. Really? Immediately. That's so crazy. And I asked my mom, I said, how did you know that? She said, because I was at an Elton John concert one time, and I stepped in an ant bed out in the parking lot, and I was in a lot of pain, and a guy saw me in pain. He walked over there, and he said, if you'll stay still and let me pour this beer on your foot, you'll be okay. And she said, as soon as he poured it on my foot, and the steam went away. Yeah. That's true. I never heard that. It, I didn't know that. It, I've, come I've, in seen like, it, I've seen it in action. I've come in running, just 
peeling clothes off from mowing grass from either yellow jackets, yellow jackets Ooh. or ants or whatever. And if I'm it's like, an get the ammonia now. Like, and so the ammonia wipes the that fire ants things away. Okay. The, the yellow jacket, you need some. I've, some ne- I've never heard about ammonia. If you guys would, please, uh, if you, if you know anybody that, 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 that yeah, let's blow that this thing up to, with some, when people would tell you something, I say, hear some oh, stuff. that sounds crazy. Uh, I would never do that or drink that or put that on my skin or whatever. Get with those people. Or tag us in posts that y'all yeah. see because there's a lot of there's a guy I follow and I can never think of his name but he is a legit chuck wagon cook. He's got probably a twenty gallon cast iron coffee pot that has probably not been washed since the thirties. <laughs> but he teaches you how to make cowboy coffee and that's how I found him a couple of years ago. But he's got so many of these homie. But he had to. Yeah, cookies got to know how to do it. Yeah, because we're out in the middle of fucking nowhere right. herding cattle. We ain't got time to go you to CVS. Yeah, you ain't going back to the doctor sometimes. Right. So yeah. And so the he's got a thing on firewater. He's got a thing on the old crocodile Dundee where you take a whole a red onion, a white onion, a shit ton of garlic, cayenne pepper, and you boil that stuff and stick a tea towel over your head. And he said everything from neck up is going to be secreting something, but you're going to feel better. But that's the thing, y'all tag us in. Yeah, tag us uh, our our Instagram. Uh, you can go get uh, look at some of those great reels. Uh, not really. Uh, <laughs> CSI or uh, just CS Idiots Podcast Zero One. CS Idiots Podcast Zero One or tag Arlo at Bruise and and it's just Atmosterious Bruise. We're Atmosterious Bruise on TikTok, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. We have a new website, mysteriousbruise.com. You can we have an email form now. Thanks, Shep Dog. He's building our website. Um you can just dump it in there. Just keep tagging us because it's kinda like the old Firefly series books, you know? And the more we can combine and y'all really I I've said this a couple of episodes. We can make this social media thing a good thing. Yeah. It is going to go away if we don't write if, it down, yeah. if we don't share it. It's, and, it's and all going to go away. Rob and I have talked to, um, there's an old guy that makes still makes strawberry wine. And I was talking to my dad, what's funny is yesterday about, he cooks with um, the cast iron Dutch ovens. Mm-hmm. And he stacks. He knows exactly one brick will raise it 12 degrees, two bricks will raise it 22 degrees. You, know, you see really? what I'm saying? And so he'll stack it, and the, the always the top one's a pineapple up to, upside down cake, and he'll have a full course meal with six pots. That's crazy. And I, I want to learn how to, not that I'm ever going to have the patience to do it, but, you but I just want to know it. Yeah, you just want to know right. it. Yeah. You know? Right. And that's the thing. If we, well, we don't could do, do it, but we could we can do these home remedies if we know about it. Yeah. And the thing is, we're not trying to make a buck off these home remedies. No, not we're at just all. trying to educate people, right? Yeah, because and once that info's gone, it is gone. That's what I was. What Arlo just said. I'll just go back to that. You can go to our um, our our website also, cigarstoreidiot.com, and we have an area where you can leave us messages. So just tag us on social media, send us messages. We'd like to know what you know, and then that way we can put it all together and help and some it, other yeah, folks and out. When so. we find stuff. We'll tell it. We're going. We'll try to at least have. I want to say, shouldn't be hard to, for three guys to find three things homeopathic that we know about that right. works. And we'll come back in and yeah, and kind of throw that out there. And so if we can give y'all ten, if y'all can, if each person could just give us one, it may start repeating, but that gives credence to why it works. Right. Right. Yeah. right. So yeah. the yeah. more something is repeated, it's kind of like the old Facebook thing. You know, the more people that put the old like, if it's, if that one thing on Firewater says 7,000 likes, well, hey, I think the recipe might be right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Sure. Hey, thank you everybody uh, for listening and supporting the podcast and uh, letting us get through our rough patch. Uh, we are hopefully back on track to do some good stuff. So everybody take care, gentlemen. I enjoyed it. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Deuces. Later. Later.